Sports Talk New York with your hosts, Mark Rosenman and A.J. Carter. Sports Talk New York is sponsored in part by Prince Associates for all your insurance needs, the Phoenix Tube Company, the law firm of Declator Cohen and DePrisco, Solomon Jewelers, and General Needs Charity, serving our homeless veterans with dignity. And now, here are your hosts, Mark and A.J. Joining us now is a man who played eight seasons in the NFL for the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was drafted by the Falcons with the 117th pick in the fourth round of the 2010 NFL Draft. All told, he played 93 games and earned a little more than $13 million in his NFL career. He retired after becoming a free agent in March 2008. What he has done since retiring is absolutely amazing and inspiring. In a social media world that seems to celebrate people's excesses, his Man Van Dog blog is a breath of fresh air as it, at its heart, is truly about living with less so that we can experience more. It is a thrill to welcome, from somewhere on the road, my now absolute favorite former football player, the originator of the Man Van Dog blog, Joe Hawley, the WLIE Sports Talk New York. Welcome, Joe. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. That was quite the intro. It, so, so where are you? Pleasure. Where are you? I where appreciate are you? that. Where are you? Uh, I'm out in Car- Carmel, California. I just had one of my college buddies' weddings last night, and it is beautiful over here, let's, let's just tell you. Did you bring freedom to the wedding? Oh no, she wasn't. She wasn't allowed. I tried to bring her in. We you couldn't get a plus one. Morning. You couldn't get a plus nah. one. <laughs> yeah, I had to leave her at the hotel. She's uh, my girl, though. Uh, I have to tell you that I'm really so impressed at what you're doing. But I know from covering different sports that athletes are creatures of habits. For football players, it's the rhythm of the season, practice, film sessions, off-season OTAs, games, then repeat. The athlete's life is so structured between high school, college, and pro, you were in that loop for 16 years. So I have to imagine that this is a huge step outside your comfort zone, but you stated that football was not only what you did, but it was who you were. It became your identity. What exactly do you mean by that it became your identity? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of ex-athletes can relate to this when, you know, you're done playing a sport, not just football, but, you know, any sport, when you're doing it your whole entire life, you lose your identity in it, and you kind of don't, don't know what you are or who you are without it. And so I feel like a lot of people, a lot of athletes struggle with that in their transition out of the sport. And, you know, it's something I wanted to make sure that I figured out what I wanted to do afterwards. And so I kind of decided to do this trip so I can go experience life and, and not be so structured, like you said. This is the first time I'm going through a summer, a July, where I don't have to worry about training camp coming up in a couple of weeks. And that's a, it's a crazy, freeing feeling. Um, it's a little weird, and I'm sure I'm going to miss it once the season starts a little bit. But, man, it's, it's nice on the other side. So how far in advance did you really start thinking about this? You know, they talk about players preparing for what's going to happen when their careers are over. But in football, because the careers are short, sometimes players don't. So how far in advance was this an idea, and how long did it take to germinate? Yeah, I mean, I consider myself very blessed because I played a long time, and and I saw the end coming. I I was able to leave the game on my own terms. And most people, um, they don't make it as far as they want to. They either don't make it to college, or they don't make it to the NFL, or they don't get drafted, or they get cut too soon. And, you know, I'm one of the very few people that played as much football as I possibly could, exhausted all my options. And so when I saw that ending coming, I, I started planning uh, for the future. Um, you know, I've always wanted to get involved in business. And so I started getting stressed out about what my next venture is going to be. And, you know, the mindset of a football player is always work hard, get things done. And, and so I started stressing out. And so I decided to take a step back. And, you know, I saw this as an opportunity to go 
travel the country and not really worry about anything and kind of take some time to myself and kind of experience life without having to worry about being ready for anything. And uh, so that's kind of how the trip started. And, you know, doing the blog and sharing it and seeing the positive impact I've had in people's lives, it's really starting to grow into something bigger than I could have even imagined. You know, the positive impact I can have on people is really exciting. You know, it's interesting the the way you put it, you know, get on the road and travel, but there's, there's just so much more to that because you're 29 years old, as we mentioned, you made a lot of money in the game, but you really felt the urge to rediscover who you were without football, so you decided the best way to do this was to strip yourself of most of your possessions, which meant selling your Mercedes C300 coupe, uh, giving away... I miss that car. <laughs> giving away most of your possessions to charity, your furniture, which included a $4,000 suede sectional couch, a $10,000 stained hardwood dining room table, which you donated to a Tampa-based charity called Metropolitan Ministries, uh, approximately 80%, which helps approximately 80% of its residents experience domestic violence and trying to get back on their feet. You then give away 70% of your closet to Salvation Army. Uh, so I have to imagine that even though this is what you wanted to do, what's going through your mind when that charity is there wrapping up your sectional and wrapping up your table and, and carting it off to a truck and, and getting out of the house? What's, what, what are you feeling at that moment? Well, to be honest with you, I, was, uh, I, was gonna, I, was, I didn't want to pay for it to be stored for, for a year. And I was thinking about what I wanted to do with it. And then I was, you know, you know, the new apps they have, the OfferUp apps where you can put stuff on there and sell it. So I put a lamp on there to kind of test it out, put it up there for 10 bucks, And then I realized that this, I had to wait around for four hours, wait for this person to come and pick up his lamp for $10. And I was like, this is just way too much work. And I was like, you know what? I don't need, you know, a couple hundred bucks for selling all this furniture on, you know, these cheap sites. I don't need the money. I could really help somebody else out by just giving it away. And so I found and partnered with Metropolitan Ministries. They had all these moving trucks. So it was almost a win-win. They can come and pick it up. I don't have to worry about finding places to sell it. So they came, and then I got to help people. And, you know, when they came and picked it up, and all these volunteers came and picked it up, and, you know, giving it to someone in, in need instead of just putting it in storage was a great feeling. Um, and then stripping myself of the closet. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have clothes in their closet that they just can't get rid of, and I was the same way. And, you know, getting rid of stuff, you literally feel this physical weight you know, lift it off your shoulders, you feel lighter, you know, you feel freer, and, uh, you know, it's a great feeling, and uh, I think a lot of people can, can do with less stuff so they can, you know, experience more. That's my whole message. You know, it's interesting because one of your inspirations for this came from a Netflix film called Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. Your profession, you're surrounded by players who drive multiple cars, wear $500,000 Rolex watches, $100,000 necklaces. What was uh -huh. it when you're sitting there watching that film that hit home for you? You know, I've never really been a guy that needs a lot of stuff to be happy. Um, but when you go on the NFL, you see all these guys, you start comparing yourself to other guys. You know, there's levels of this stuff, and, and a lot of people have really nice things. And so you kind of start getting lost in that. And, um, you know, you got to be careful. And uh, so I kind of took a step back, and I wanted to experience what was life, life would be like without wanting more and being content with what I had. And... You know, I, I've learned that every stage in life, when you accomplish a goal and you get to where you want to be, you just you continue to want more. And, you know, you make 100 grand a year, you're going to want to make 150 grand a year. And then even the guys that are making 5 million, 10 million a year, they're, they're always wanting more. And you ask yourself, you know, when is enough enough? It never really stops. And so it's just, that's why they call it the rat race. I wanted to take a break from that for a little bit and kind of experience life without having to, you know, chase and stress. And, you know, I just want to be happy with where I'm at. We're talking to Joe Hawley, the, the originator of Man Van Dog Blog. You have to check it out. Um, you know, 
Yeah, you know, AJ, you have a question? You know, yeah, yeah, as you plan this, obviously there's some checkpoints along the way, like your friend's wedding you're at right now and, and the going to the how many baseball games with 17 games in, in 15 days, 14 days. Yep. How much of this, what you're doing, is structured and how much is just free form? I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to spin a compass and head north, east, south, west today, and where I end up, I end up. Yeah, I mean, I've had a couple of weekend trips planned here and there, like these weddings. Uh, I had a wedding last week in, in Texas, so I had to go to that. My sister got married. And so, and then in a couple of weeks, I want to do a whitewater rafting trip with my with a couple of my buddies in Montana in like three weeks. So I'm going to, you know, kind of mosey on my way over there and find things to do on the way. Um, but I didn't want to plan it out too much. I've been kind of planning it two weeks at a time. And, you know, I'm glad I haven't because even I came to this wedding, my buddy, and he, um, I haven't really had the next two weeks planned out. And he invited me to go to, you know, wine country within the Sonoma County for a couple of days and do some wine tasting at these wineries. So, you know, I was like, I have nothing else better to do. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so kind of just going with the flow and, and enjoying it and not stressing too much and kind of just experience what I want to do. And you know, the best part has been, you know, meeting all these people and, you know, sharing the message on social media. I've been able to connect and create this community, which is the best part. You know, if I would have done this trip 10 years ago, it would be a completely different experience. But you know, what a time to be alive where I can share this, enjoy my life, and have a positive impact on people, other people's lives. It's really special. You know, it's interesting because, you know, I, when I talked to AJ about this, I said, you know, I, I'm 58 years old. AJ's a little older. But, like, when we were kids and we would go on a road trip with our parents, whether it be driving down to Florida, one of the big things was always stopping at every single nasty wow. fast food place, Dunkin' right. Donuts, Stuckies, and just eating all this junk food on the road. But yet you've also taken it a step further, you know, in this rediscovery of who you are, you, you've also done the health way. You, you've, you've gone on a, a special diet. You do yoga every day. How have you With incorporated freedom. that into this journey? Yeah, I mean, my body's really beat up. That's one of the reasons I, I decided to be done after this year. I just was tired of beating my body up. Both my shoulders are, you know, bad, both my knees, both my ankles. And so I wanted to change my diet. I started eating healthy a couple of years ago, and it was hard. You know, I started losing weight. It was hard to keep weight on. So I actually had to force myself to eat, you know, worse than I wanted to just to keep the weight on. And so I've been looking forward to, you know, the opportunity when I was done playing to lose weight and get in really good shape. And so... I found uh, the keto diet, which is a high-fat diet, and uh, I did a little research on it. And it's you know it's supposed to help with inflammation and pain, which it has. Obviously, I'm down to like 240 now. I've lost like 50, 60 pounds, wow. and so it's easier on my knees and my joints. And um, I can tell a big difference, you know, especially driving long distances. My body gets tight, so yoga really helps me, you know, stretch and and keeps my body fresh. Um, so. You know, sharing that, taking care of your body and taking care of your health is uh, is one of the keys to happiness. And, you know, the reason I'm so upbeat and optimistic and positive each day is because I take care of my body and I feel good. And I can tell the days I don't, and I don't feel good, it affects my whole mood and everything. And so being able to share that, too, and, you know, help people with their health is, uh, is another part of it. You know, other other than, you know, if this were me doing this, there's a book called This Exit for Roadside America. It's got all these weird stops. It's, you know, the, the diner shaped like a fish, and, you know, the, and the world's largest bowl of twine. <laughs> and if it were me, those would be my stops along the way. Are there any things as you go about this that you feel you have to see? You know, is, is it a national park? Is, is, it, uh, is it a particular landmark that means something you say, as I go through and wander around and meet all these people and let people know about my experiences, that you feel I have to see this in the course of the year? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of national parks. I definitely want to see the Redwoods, um, which I'm very close. I might do that in the next couple of weeks. Um, Glacier National Park in Montana has been my number one for a while. Uh, I've heard it's really beautiful, and I've seen pictures. 
Um, but I definitely want to see that in, in real life. And, um, definitely want to see Niagara Falls as well. I've heard that's incredible. Um, you know, there's a couple baseball parks I want to see. That was kind of why I did the baseball tour. Um, but it's, it's awesome. Like, uh, like the whole social media thing and being able to create this community. When I'm you know, driving through somewhere, I'll be like, hey, I'm in Northern California. You know, what's, what is there to do? What's cool? And so many people reach out and share these different little gems that I wouldn't even know about. And, you know, I find out what looks cool, and then I go research it, and then if it's you know, something I want to do, I go stop by. So you know, it's really, it really is a great time to be alive and sharing the experience and having people come along with me. You mentioned uh, ballparks. Do you have any um, intentions of coming towards New York? Yeah, I, I'm going to try to get to I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it by the time uh, you know, the season's over, maybe the playoffs, maybe if the Yankees make the World Series or something. Well, right. um, but yeah, I was planning on doing a northwest or northeastern baseball tour, but uh, I had to stay closer because of these weddings, you know. So I did the Midwest one instead. But I had a lot of fun. Okay, so what we're going to do here is, if you make it during baseball season, AJ, I, and Ryan want to take you to a Met game. If you don't make it for baseball season, we want to take you to a New York Rangers game. Okay? Yes. That's for okay. sure. We want to, we, you know, somehow and we hopefully get freedom in. in. Right. And, yeah, I don't know actually. How how's that go? So, Joe, tell right. us a little bit about that. When you when you're booking, you know, a ticket to a game, is it a plus one? Is it I'm bringing my dog? This is my vlog. How does that work out? Oh, yeah. I mean, I so really cool when a USA Today article came out about me. A lot of people um, read it. A lot of people that don't even follow sports, it, like, kind of reached a bigger audience. And uh, the president of MLB, our minor league MLB, uh, reached out, and he was really happy and excited about what I was doing. So he gave me a pass to all minor league stadiums with a plus one. And so he said, if you ever want to go and bring freedom, let me know. And so I emailed him when I went on his trip. I said, hey, do you have any contacts of the people at all these stadiums? So I emailed all the teams and made sure it was okay. And, um, you know, they reached out. You know, a lot of them gave me tickets. Uh, a couple of them gave me tours. We got to go on the field and go on the dugout. And so it was a really incredible experience. Um, but, yeah, I, was, I let them know before. You know, so it's also interesting. You do, like, almost, a, you know, the tour, the MTV Cribs tour <laughs> of your sure. van. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, you know, that van has got everything. I mean, tell, tell our audience who might not have seen the blog yet, What's in the van, and what is one thing that you say, like, oh, man, it would have been great if I had this in the van? Um, yeah, so uh, first of all, my van is a, it's an E350 cargo van for diesel that's been converted by a company called Sportsmobile into a camper conversion van. Um, really cool features include it's got a pop top where the whole top pops up, so I'm actually able to stand up inside of it. Um, it's got a mini mm-hmm. fridge. Got a running water, uh, 16-gallon freshwater tank in a sink. Um, it's got a little plug-in sh- outdoor shower on the back. Um, you know, I added a uh, bike rack on the back. Got some storage. I got a little pull-behind trailer that has my grill in it, a generator, uh, everything I need. It's got solar panels on top, uh, and it's four-wheel drive, so it can go anywhere a Jeep can go. So it's a pretty, pretty sweet vehicle. Um, you know. It's, don't really can't really think of anything. It's got it's got everything I really need. The one thing that I was doing when I was doing research was whether you want a pop top or a high top. And you know the high top is just automatically a higher ceiling, so you have more storage and you don't have to set it up as much. So you know the worst part is when I have to get to a campsite, I have to pop it up and physically you know move it up so it goes up. But you know, other than that, it's an awesome vehicle, and I'm having a blast driving it around. Now I know you're 29 years old. I know at one point you were in a serious relationship, but you're single now. What impact yep. has this road trip had 
on you and you know are there any dates uh, along and, uh, the way yeah and what kind of wingman is is freedom or wing lady <laughs> oh freedom is the best kind i'm of sure lady. it must play so well me? it must play yeah, so I mean, well it's, it's been good a looking guy i've meet a lot of people <laughs> football player puppies long walks on the beach got his dog in his van that's all he's got it must play so well yeah Joe. the van isn't as much of a pickup no yeah. i mean hey, we've got a hotel in said yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, so what's what's the best place you've been so far? Man, the most fun I've had was the was the thirteen uh, games in fourteen days in six different cities. I went to Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincy, Indy, Milwaukee, and then Chicago. And I met so many people. I kind of put my itinerary out on Instagram, and I was I think at every single game I met some people. I gave them some shirts and some stickers, and they came and you know I was a little nervous about. You know, meeting these people, and I just I found out that everybody is so nice, and you know, meeting all these people and hanging out with them and hearing their stories. I mean, there was a guy I saw in Chicago, and he was like, "I got laid off from my job," and I was like so upset. But then I started following your blog, and I realized how miserable I was in, the, in that job, and so I kind of took it as a blessing. And now I'm, you know, looking for something that I really want to do and I'm going to love instead of doing something that I'm miserable at. And so just little stories like that makes me feel so good that I can have that kind of impact. You know, it's interesting, and I, and I don't want to get too political here. I don't want to get political at all. But, you know, we are in an environment now where things are somewhat toxic, whatever side of the aisle you are. There's a lot of division it's in divisive, the country. Yes. There's a lot of divisive in the country. Sure. Yeah. But when you look at this blog and you see, and what he mentions, this is what America's about. You know, yeah. when you go and travel and you get to go to a rest stop or a restaurant and you yeah. start talking to complete strangers, and he's right, yeah. it is, you know, Sometimes we look at social media and say, oh, it's horrible, you know, social media is the worst thing. But when you look at this, that's what I'm saying, this is a breath of fresh yeah, air. You I know, love it. The, you know, it's not an Instagram, you know, someone showing right. their latest $10,000, you know, gown that no, they bought. This, this is actually back to the 60s, the TV series Route 66, right, it, or even it, The Fugitive. You know, or, different or, town or Charles Kuralt on the road. Right. Charles, it, it, yeah. It's just, I can't tell you how much I am loving Jack this Carrier. blog. It, it's just incredible. I ordered my T-shirt today. Yeah, actually, on top to of that, the, the graphic designing is amazing. I'm yes. ordering a T-shirt today. <laughs> right, so. It's great. So thank you, thank you. I appreciate that, guys. So we will keep in touch. Like I said, we have you have an open invitation. You know, and if it's come, if no games work come. out, you, you come to Long Island. We'll do something fun out here. There's lots of things to do on Long Island, Jones Beach. Even if it's you know fall, yeah. we'll take you out there. There's see a concert on the beach. With freedom. Right. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. You take you to some of the great dog parks. I'll bring right. my two dogs, Yager and Madison, and uh, and Buddy, my dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're dog lovers. I, I, I we love think it. Twice about Cooper, but yeah. that's uh, we'll take care of you <laughs> out here, right, Joe? I love that, man. I appreciate the hospitality. I'll let you know when I'm driving through. You got to yes. tell people where they can follow it, where they can get the, the great merch as well. Yeah, I'm on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I got a YouTube channel, all at Man Van Dog Blog. Um, I use Instagram the most, so if you want to DM me on there and communicate, that's the best way to reach me. I have a website, manvandogblog.com. And you can go there and uh, buy some merchandise. And all the merchandise, all the proceeds from the merchandise, I'm giving to charity. I uh, already raised, I think, over $3,000, and I'm giving it to uh, three charities. Um, and so every couple months, I'm going to uh, have you guys vote on that. If you're on my Instagram, you follow me on Instagram. Um, so, you know, if you want to support the trip and help a charity at the same time, go buy a shirt. Uh, I appreciate the support, guys. Thank you. You got it, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Talk to you later. You got it. Joe Hawley, uh, Man Van Dog Blog. Great stuff.